You're listening to Easier, a podcast about making life and work easier. I'm Anthony Wagner, and this is a bonus episode of the show. And I'm so excited to bring to you my kind of description of how I came to my ultimate list of the best everyday pens of 2019. This is, uh, it's been a long time coming, and I'm really excited that this is finally here, that I'm able to launch this list for you and to explain how I kind of came to my findings. So here's a little bit of backstory on how this came up. So I posted, I think, episode number one number one. It's It's been over, you know, a year and a half since I started the show, but way back at in episode number one, easiercast.com slash one, I talked about the best pens for writing. And at that time, I said that the Pilot G2 was the best pen for writing. And then I did a follow-up episode during my hiatus in season after season two, and I said in 2019, this is still my favorite pen, and it was still the Pilot G2. And if you are interested in that episode, you can go to easiercast.com slash little nine. That's the word little and then the number nine to get that, um, get those show notes. And you can listen to that episode there. It's the ninth little episode. And I said that the Pilot G2 was also the best. And I issued a pen challenge in both of those episodes. Now, back way in episode one, I didn't have anyone take me up on the challenge because the show was brand new. But in episode, you know, the little nine episode, I definitely had folks, I had five folks recommend pens. And I said to the audience, I said to you all that if anyone recommended a pen that I found to be better than the G2, that I would send them a pack of the G2s and a pack of the pens that they recommended. So I have collected all that feedback and I decided, uh, you know, I probably need a better um, kind of method to to rank these pens than just me saying, oh, this is good, this is bad. Now, you know, (laughs) this is still my own ranking method for sure, but I tried to kind of incorporate some empirical information. In other words, I tried to numerically benchmark each pen. So how did I do that? Well, I came up with a rubric as, as you know, as in a rubric that you'd get in college and or in school in general. Um, and I put together a number of categories that I find to be important in a good pen. And so let's just for a second talk about each of the categories. And then I, you know, I assigned each category a number of points. And certain categories are much, much, much more important to me. So they are worth more points than others. So it's a little bit weighted. And yeah, so let's talk about the categories. There are 10 categories and they are worth a combined total of 45 points. So a pen can possibly score 45 points. And these are the categories. The first is flow. And a good way to think about flow is kind of that the pen never skips as you're writing. The ink should come out of the pen and should write without skipping. It is a huge pet peeve of mine to be using a pen and to have to go back over sections of it because it stopped writing in the middle when I had done nothing else but write. A pen's purpose is to write and to put ink on a page. And if it can't do it without skipping, that is not good. So pens that are better with flow, got more points. And that is out of 10 possible points. 10 points was the highest point category or point total in a category. There are two. And the next one is also worth 10 points and that's resistance. And this is the amount of effort that you have to put 
into using a pen. And this one is easier experienced. So um, the, the, way, the way I would say to do it is with two specific pens. You can do this with others, but these are the ones I would recommend so you can really get a clear picture. Get yourself a Pilot Friction pen, F-R-I-X-I-O-N, and of course this will be in the show notes, and also a Tool Medium pen, and write your name or whatever you want, the same thing, it doesn't, have to, it doesn't really matter, but write something, your name, with each pen, and you'll see what I mean by resistance. One is certainly kind of easier to write with and it, it just feels more natural. You don't have to put as much energy into writing with it. So resistance is worth 10. Less resistance is better and so that got more points. Smudge is the next one and my opinion that pens shouldn't take forever to dry and I know that puts gel pens at a bit of a disadvantage but still we're, our goal is to write and we don't want to be focused on the tool so much as what we're actually using the tool for, which is to write. And so if we're constantly worried about, oh my God, I can't move because I'm going to smudge all the ink all over the page, that's not good. So pens should not take forever to dry and the 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 less smudge that they have, the better. And I actually did a kind of short experiment with every pen I tested. And so the first one was I scribbled a bit I waited one second and then I ran my finger across the ink and that would you know, show me how much it would smudge there. And then I did the same thing. I scribbled again, but in a different spot, waited five seconds this time and then ran my finger across that spot of ink to see how much smudge there was. And some of them actually surprised me. So I've got all that. Just to say, I did all of this in a notebook on the same paper and I used the same quotes for you know every test so everything is benchmarked on an even playing field and all of this will be in the show notes you can see my smudge test all of that stuff so if you're interested in that easiercast.com slash pens p-e-n-s that'll take you to this post about pens and you can definitely listen for all of that okay so we've gotten through a few of the categories let's get through the rest the next is build and this one is kind of subdivided into three subcategories there's the cap the grip and the clip and these are pretty much you know on or off benchmarks the first is cap does the pen have a cap that sucks if it has a cap it gets zero if it doesn't it gets three points that's out of three build overall by the way is worth eight points so cap is three of that and the reason is is i can't stand pens with caps the, you're just begging to have that cap get lost and then when it's lost the pen feels incomplete so a cap is worth a zero no cap meaning a, usually a retractable or clicker pen is worth three. Grip is the second one, and that is worth two of the eight points. And is the pen comfortable to hold? Two if yes, zero if no. And then finally is the clip. Uh, is the pen's clip sturdy? And this one is uh, on a three-point scale, and three points if the, the clip is sturdy and less if not. And in this case, the sturdy clip is actually pretty important because as soon as you break that clip, again, the pen feels incomplete and that's not good. So those are the three. Cap is worth three, grip two, clip three, and those total eight. Then the next category is color availability. I don't want to be stuck with just black, blue, and red. I'd like to have options. Now I use those colors, black and blue, probably 99% of the time, but sometimes I'd like to have the option. And so pen models that give me that option got two points. Otherwise, they got zero. Then price. So the way I did this was for each individual pen, you know, I didn't go by the the pack size and the price for the pack. I divided that so I got the price per pen. And if a pen was 
costs less than a dollar fifty each that got three points. Between a buck fifty and two fifty was two points. From two fifty one to three fifty is one point, and then more than three dollars and fifty cents is zero. So that category price is worth three. Second to last is bleed, and then you know I really don't want pens bleeding through the paper. Um, now I'm not really testing many markers. Most you know people didn't recommend marker type pens, but in general pens they some of them do tend to bleed, and that causes a problem, especially as you're you know using front to back in a notebook, and it makes it hard to read. So if a pen bled through the page, it was given fewer than two points. If it didn't, it got two. And then the final category is this one I call bonus or special. Did the pen have any special features? Did it stand out for some special reason? Was there a reason I could award a pen bonus points? I believe I awarded all of them some bonus points, but certainly some got more than others. Just as a kind of you know example, I'm not really going into each ranking in this episode. You have to check out the show notes, easiercast.com slash pens, P-E-N-S, to get that. But the Pilot Friction, for example, is an erasable pen that I benchmarked. And that got a full 5 out of 5 in this category because it is so unique. And I love substituting the Friction pen in for a pencil. I don't really need pencil anymore. I would carry it because sometimes I do need erasable stuff. The only time I really find myself using pencil now is like if I have to make marks on a wall or something, I'm doing some kind of project in my home. But otherwise, the Pilot Friction Pen is fantastic for doing stuff that you need to be able to erase. So anyway, that one that's an example of a bonus, and it got those five points. So like I said, you can get all of my method um, and then the whole ranking from top. It's actually from bottom to top. The number one pen is ranked last, and... I'm going to do this over time. So the contest is over. I do owe some people some pens from the contest, but I would highly recommend that at any point, if you think of a another pen that you'd like me to benchmark that you think can beat even the number one pen that I have right now, I would encourage you, please go to easiercast.com slash pens and post it in the comments in you know on that page. And I will benchmark every pen and put it up. And um, I can... If you'd like, you know, leave me whether or not you'd like to to have credit and I will, you know, toss your name um, up with that to show that you're the one who recommended it to me. So this was such a fun experiment. My hand was like dreadfully sore because what I did was I picked two quotes and I wrote each quote in both my kind of modified version of manuscript because I, at this point, my manuscript is is basically a blend of manuscript and cursive because I, I just, that's how I write. Um, I, overall, I prefer to write in cursive so, because it's faster, <laughs> you know, big, big surprise there. So um, I did two quotes that I found meaningful and wrote each of them with both, with each pen in both kind of my manuscript and then full cursive. And then I made some notes and did the the smudge test. And just in case you're interested, the two quotes that I picked, one is from Brene Brown, and it goes, sometimes the bravest and most important thing you can do is just show up. And then the other is from Albus Dumbledore, a character in Harry Potter, and it goes, differences of habit and language are nothing at all if our aims are identical and our hearts are open. So I got to write those. I had six pens and I did four four pens. So I got to write them 24 times, 12 apiece. And that my hand was my hand was was pretty achy by the end. But I definitely got, you know, through the through the exercise, and I'd be happy to benchmark any other pens and keep growing this list. So 
definitely check out easiercast.com slash pens to see my full ranking, to get the pens that I'm recommending because I've got a new pen and you know I think that this was a lot of fun and I think that this is something that you all really enjoy and I do too. I love good office supplies. So this was so much fun and I am looking forward to hearing from you if you've got any others. So thank you as always for listening. And until, you know, next week and also next season, because we're in the middle of the hiatus, but in general, until next time, here's to an easier life. Bye for now.